Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the first episode of Lafayette Connect. I can't thank you enough for listening. This is the first podcast, so it was super awkward. It's still pretty awkward for me to do these, but this was super awkward on my end. But Stone kept it together like a champ. Stone Dalton is a very good friend of mine. He was my next-door neighbor for years. One of the most honest guys you can meet, and he is absolutely killing it right now as a car salesman at Bob Rorman's Toyota. He shatters records every month. He just has it figured out. It's funny, actually, uh, right after we recorded this podcast, he got a uh, his biggest award he's ever gotten. Number one used car salesman of Indiana. Not just Lafayette, not West Lafayette. All of Indiana at 23 years old. Number one used car salesman for the month of February. So, um, so congrats to him for that, and uh, I hope you enjoy. What's going on, everybody? Thank you for uh, tuning in to the first episode of uh, Lafayette Connect. I'm sitting here with my good friend Stone. How are you doing today, Stone? Doing good, Jordan. How are you, man? Good. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself and why you're here today? Awesome, man. Well, uh, you know, I'm here just to basically give my story on, you know, kind of where I came from and, you know, what's led up to me doing what I do for our community here in Lafayette and, uh, you know, just came to chill out, hang out and you know, give everybody a little lowdown on, on what's going on in my life, man. Well, good, good. Well, let's hear it. What do you do? What do you do for uh, Lafayette? Yeah, so uh, I'm actually a car salesman at uh, Roman Toyota in Lafayette here, uh, right on 26. And, uh, you know, I've been at that job for roughly, you know, two, three years now. And, uh, you know, I've kind of made a career for myself. And that's just, you know, what I've been doing, man. I, uh, <laughs> more, I work more than I like to, to say the least. And, but it definitely pays off, man. It's I love doing what I do, for sure. So the reason I wanted you on the podcast is because I saw, I have you on Facebook. I've known you, we were next door neighbors for yep. two, three years. Yep. Um, so we knew each other pretty well. So I have you on Facebook, and I noticed you got an award from Bob Borman. What was that award? Yeah, so, uh, you know, the month of November and December. Uh, actually, out of five dealerships here in Lafayette, I uh, sold the most used cars uh, out of anybody in the uh, in the auto group. So uh, yeah, definitely got uh, got awarded for uh, for doing that outstanding performance, and you know just doing what I do best, man. To be honest with you, just uh, you know chilling, selling cars, making people you know giving them the uh, the best experience possible, making them feel at home when they're buying a car. I know uh, you know these days that just. People don't like you know, buying cars. They don't like going into dealerships. I'm a salesman myself, and I don't even like buying cars. So I, uh, I definitely do my own thing and make it uh, a different experience for people. I, uh, I make it seem like you're buying with a friend and not just some salesperson trying to sell you a car. Man. So it's definitely, I'd, I would say all my customers would tell you that, uh, you know, or anybody really, that you know, the experience that I give them, the experience that they leave with, is uh, you know, it's, it's a fun experience, laid back. Um, it's just, you know, all around a good time, it's, you know, it, the, uh, buying a car is the second largest investment someone has to, you know, buying a house. So it's definitely, uh, you know, a, you know, not so fun situation if you were to say, uh, but I'm there to make it fun. So it's, that's what I do, man. So how many, uh, how many cars did you sell that month? Um, in, let's see, in December, in November. I sold 23, December I sold 25. Wow. And uh, yeah, and then January this last month I sold 28, my personal record. 
So it was definitely a good couple months for me. That's almost one car a day. Yeah. That's pretty wild. Yeah, it's pretty that's wild. A, that's exactly why I got you here, man, because you're not just your average car salesman. You're 23 years old, and you're selling cars left and right better than most people in that field do. Yeah, yeah. for sure, man. It is wild, and, uh, you know, it's – not everybody's got it, and I don't. I don't like to toot my own horn. I'm a pretty selfless person, so you know I definitely thank the people around me for what I do and the tools that they give me to do it. Um, it's just you know my job is to make sure the experience is there, and I think that's why I do better uh, than a lot of people in the business. Because like I said, I'm not. I'm not just there to sell you a car. I'm there to uh, you know build the lasting you know, friendship with you, so you can call me when you need service, call me when you need this, call you know have your friends call me when they're looking for vehicles. Um, so it's it's very easy. The people I work with too, I definitely have to shout out them as well because they make it easy for me. Like I said, they give me the tools to do what I do. Um, and if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be able to do my job. So definitely is uh, definitely blessed to have the people I work with too and the people at home. Can't thank my wife enough as well just uh, <laughs> for dealing with it. You know, sales is not easy. It's not a job that you work nine to five. It's a job you go in eight nine o'clock in the morning you don't get home till eight nine sometimes ten o'clock at night um so there's definitely a lot of nights to where i come home and i just want to go straight to bed after i shower uh and there's a lot of nights that i come home and i got to reheat dinner that she's made and she's you know, spent time on so it's definitely i would definitely give props to the people around me as well to you know, to make it as easy as you know as it is for me shout out to katie shout out to katie yes, <laughs> yes sir what how you said you started three years ago uh, I started in 16, uh, 16 so about five time. years now. Oh, okay. I thought uh, you were like 18? Yeah, right right out of high school. What made you uh, What made you think car salesman? That's not a typical thing an 18-year-old yeah. thinks um, towards. So the first thought that everybody would think is money. Um, just something to get into and you know start making a little bit of money right out of high school. And you know I, I started a little bit in the summer uh, when I graduated. Just uh, Honestly, I started washing cars for a car dealership, a little little uh, podunk dealership in Plymouth, Indiana. And, uh, you know, started doing that for a while. And actually during high school too, I did that in between summers. And uh, as soon as I graduated high school, I went to community college um, in Silla College in, in Plymouth. And, you know, I kind of just knew right away that school wasn't the thing for me to, you know, continue out and do for five, six, seven, eight years and just to get into the workforce and start doing what I do. I'd, uh, I would definitely say that growing up with a um, a car, you know, being around cars all the time uh, was definitely what got me into it. A lot of people know that I'm a people person. I like making people happy. I like laughing, like having a good time. Um, and just growing up around cars and just wanting to know about the cars, what engines they have, what their, you know, their features are, how fast they can go is always my favorite one. Um, it just, you know, kind of just all blended together well and allows me to do what I do. Um, it was definitely something that, um, you know, I planned on doing, to be honest with you, as soon as I, you know, could even think about getting a job. I remember when I got my first dealership job right out of high school, I posted on Facebook like, hey, I landed my dream job. And ever since then, I, you know, I didn't, had no intentions of it being a career for me, but uh, it was and I absolutely love it. There's a lot of people I can say they work a lot of different places that they do love. Um, and a lot of people that say they don't love their job and they hate going to their job every day. Uh, but I'm fortunate enough to say that, you know, I wake up in the morning and I do not hate going to my job. I absolutely adore it. So it's definitely a plus side as well. Yeah, the uh, the scary and cool thing about being a car salesman 
if if you don't know already for people listening, is you eat when you kill. So if you don't sell anything, you don't make any money. So for an 18-year-old to jump right off the bat and start selling cars like that is pretty pretty cool and pretty uh pretty wild. Your brain wasn't even developed enough. <laughs> Seriously, no. And uh, people trusted you with like you said the second biggest investment of your life. And uh so I'm sure you've learned a lot of tips and tricks on sales and stuff. You've been to a lot of seminars for sales yeah. and for sure training you know. seminars and just watching daily videos on YouTube of Excuse me, of car salesmen that have been in the business for 20, 30 plus years. Do you have any uh, tips or you keep them all to yourself? <laughs> I mean, every salesperson or every salesman or woman's got their thing that they do that makes them the way they are. Um, I would just say, you know, the, the key uh, to selling cars is relationships. It's not about selling the car, it's not about making the money, uh, it's about building the friendships and the relationships with people. You know, that's, that's what gets me going. I, you know, of course the money comes along with it and, you know, the job security and things like that. But, you know, when, when you get somebody that you make them fall in love with the car and they go out and they get in their car for the first time and there's nothing but a smile ear to ear and they're waving at you and thanking you and hugging you and all kinds of stuff. That's what, that's what gets me going. That's the, uh, that's the most fun part for me is definitely, uh, you know, when somebody doesn't think they can buy a car and you get them in a car and they can buy it. That is, you know, it's a, a whole different feeling. You know, it's like scoring your first touchdown. It's like scoring your first goal in soccer. It's like going 100 miles an hour for the first time in your beater car in the winter with terrible tires on it. You know, it's that almost that adrenaline, that happiness, that euphoria that just uh, that makes it the way it is. Um, but, yeah, and it's always been like that, too. I think, you know, being young in the game, you know, in the business is uh, is what drove me. Like you said, Jordan, it's a, a sink or swim kind of thing. You either sell cars to put food on your table at night or you don't. Um, and that's why I love it. There's always a motivation. I know a lot of people that go to their jobs and, you know, they just you know, piddle fart around and don't do anything all day. It's because they have an hourly or a salary. And you know, um, and it's just, you know, that that's not what drives me. And I've had jobs where I work hourly and salary. And to be honest with you, I wasn't as motivated as I am doing this job. Just because, like you said... If you don't, you don't swim, you know, you're going to sink. <laughs> so at the end of the day, you got to do what you got to do to maintain your lifestyle, to put food on the table for your family. And that's what drives me. And in return, there's no limit to your income. Right. Where if you work nine to five, you're made, or whatever you make hourly, mm -hmm. the amount of hours you put in is how much you get. He might be there 12 hours a day and come home with nothing. Yep. That's a very real possibility. But selling 20 some odd cars a month, so I, one thing I really wanted to ask you was that COVID. Mm -hmm. um, I have two car salesman friends. There's you and another guy, and both of you are doing really good. And I want to know why, what is going on with the virus that's making, I know that factories aren't doing great. Factories aren't pumping out cars like they should be. Right. But uh, but people are still buying them. For sure. Um, you know, it honestly, it just comes down to uh, people being stuck inside. It just... Basically, what happened to all of us when COVID first happened, you know, we were all stuck inside. We were all wanting to go and do things and, you know, you know go out and explore and, you know, do things we haven't done in a while. Uh, so, I mean, it's definitely taken a toll on the factory. So, uh, I could say a lot of our inventory during the, you know, the beginning and the middle of uh, COVID. And it, uh, it definitely affected us because we didn't have the inventory we should have. 
Um, but just the people, you know, wanting to get out, wanting to go look at cars, wanting to, you know, just maybe there's a possibility that we could get into a car and honestly just cabin fever, man, just being stuck inside all day, not having a, a damn thing to do. Just, you know, it really eats people. I know when I was, you know, I got furloughed for two weeks, uh, you know, when COVID first happened and I was itching to get out of the house. Uh, it just, you know, it, it is what it is. And the fact, too, that a lot of people, you know, they are getting laid off and making a little more money than they did, you know, on unemployment than they did when they were working, too. Very uh, true. You know, so, um, the government definitely helped us out with a little bit with the, you know, the extra monies on top. So people, you know, saved up the money that they needed to put a down payment on a, a new car or, a, you know, just, you know, having that extra money for that cushion a month, you know, finally gave them that, that final push to getting something that they wanted. Um, so it definitely... You know, it helped. I would definitely say, um, you know, out of the last you know year or so we've been in under the pandemic, it's just it, everybody's different. You know, some people want to come out and spend money. We have customers that come into the showroom and stay literally 10, 12, 20 feet away from you and won't let you, you know, fist bump them or nothing like that. So it's just what, uh, you know, what people think and, you know, how everybody reacts to it. So one thing I also uh, would think is with COVID and everything going on that people would be less likely to because your big thing with making sales is you make that relationship you build it off of the person almost as soon as you meet them yeah. you get them to trust you like you all that good stuff for sure and you would think that would be a lot harder with COVID like you said people want to stay six feet away they don't they don't they're not in the market to meet new people right now they right. want to buy a car and Move on. Um, yeah, and it's different, and we've had to adapt to, um, you know, luckily, uh, with the day and age, we have phones and emails and text messages and pictures. Uh, I do a lot of walk-around videos now for people, uh, just virtual test drives, like I get in the car and, you know, either FaceTime them or send them a video of me driving the car. Virtual uh, test drives. Yeah, it's, it's, it's <laughs> weird. I never thought that I'd be saying that. That is the wildest. Uh, yeah, it is wild, but, uh, you know, it works, man. It, it makes people... Comfortable, you know, they don't have to come into the dealership. I can't even tell you the amount of cars that I've sold without, you know, people coming in and actually driving the vehicle, which is buying houses that way now. Yeah, too, for real. Yeah, taking a step in. I don't. Yep. I don't understand it. I don't. That makes me sweat just thinking about <laughs> it. Um, but then it just comes down to trust too. That's what I said. You know, I I, I definitely get the customer to trust me, um, and it's a, a total different experience when you're buying with somebody you trust and you consider a friend. Because uh, even if you are a car salesman and I texted you, hey, is this car good? I'm looking to buy it. And you go out and, and tell me that it's good. I, you know, I take your word for it. So that's that's my goal. I always just try to, you know, make people my friend, get them to trust me. And, you know, if there's anything that I can do for them, videos, pictures, emails, all that fun stuff, that's what we do. Um, and I definitely pride myself in doing good business. I don't ever do bad business at my store. Um, it, to be honest with you, the car sales is or car you know car sales is the only uh, job to where you are an entrepreneur. You do work for a company, but you create your own business, um, and you don't do bad business if you're looking to grow your business. You know, um, so I mean, if I've had people come in and they're like, "Hey, you know, I'm looking at this car. I'm not gonna if it's a bad car, I'm gonna flat out tell them, hey, man, I, you don't want this car. You know, this this car is going to the auction. I'm telling you right now, you don't want this car." Yeah, you have for um, me a couple times. You told me, yeah. "Hey, maybe now is not the best time to." For sure. And if it isn't the best time to buy, I'm, I'm straightforward with you. You know, that's 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 my goal. Like I said, man, it's just you know I do what I can for the customer. I I always put my best foot forward. 
and I'm honest. I'm brutally honest, and you know some people like that and some people don't. Uh, but I definitely pride myself on you know being honest with people and putting my best foot forward, and you know just telling them what they want. You know, they if they're looking for answers and I can give them, then that's what I do. I, I never beat around the bush. I'm straight into the point. Um, and it's just, like I said, it's an all around good experience for people to buy a car that to where you don't have to hassle the price or haggle with the price because they trust you and they know that they're getting a great deal off the bat. Um, so it's, yeah, it's definitely a wild experience from what car sales used to be, man. It's, it's definitely different for sure. For sure. For sure. We're going to go ahead and take a quick, uh, five minute break for advertisements, but we'll be right back. Thank you. And we're back. Yes, we are back. Very good. Good. So uh, we were talking on break. I wanted to ask a couple more questions before we go. Mm -hmm. For one, what's your biggest inspiration? Is it the money you are making car salesman? Is there somebody specifically that you kind of looked up to when you first started out and saw how much money they were making? What got the ball rolling with all that? Uh, well, to be honest, it... Like I said before, the money just comes with the job. If you if you work hard, you make money. It's just how the car business is. You hustle, you make money. Um, you know, man, what what drives me is is that uh, I, I'm a people person. I like helping people. You know, I I didn't really you know look up to anybody in the car business to be honest with you when I got in because there was nobody to look up to at that point. Um, you know, I just like I said before, I help people and get them to what they want without, without a hassle with, you know, making them feel good about their decision and not regret it after they buy it. Um, but, you know, just a little backstory too is, you know, I was raised by a single mom, you know, I didn't have a lot when I was a kid, but I had what I needed. Um, so I know where the struggle comes from. Um, I, you know, I've lived in basements of family members' houses. I, you know, I didn't have a lot, like I said, when I was young. So I, I definitely know, uh, you know, what I wanted growing up and what, where I needed to be and what I wanted to do. Um, and you know, if, if I can help out in that direction too, of other people, uh, whether it's getting them their first car, establishing credit, things like that, uh, then that's, that's what I like to do. Um, I've been helped a lot in my life and it's, you know, I'm, it felt good to me and I've helped a lot in my life. So, you know, that's always the better feeling to me. Money's, um, it's, you know, it's definitely, Nothing that I would say um, drives me the most. It's definitely a part of it. Uh, but what drives me the most is seeing people that don't think they can get into a new vehicle and you know something that gets them to work to get them their money. Um, that's what helps me. That's what drives me the most is getting um, to help people out with what they're doing. You know, their everyday driving, their everyday life. If I can make that a little bit easier for them, then that's what I want to do. And that's what you know. That's what keeps me going. Do you know a lot of uh, car salesmen like you that sell as much as you do, or even close to it? Um, I'm sure they're. I'm sure they're out there. There's another guy at my dealership that uh, is probably the first person I've looked up to in the car business, um, and he does. He's got uh, literally a whole wall of plaques of, his, of salesman of the month. He's been at the Toyota for 30 years, um, and he is he's incredible, man. He he treats his customers right. He literally has, you know, people that he sold in the 80s and 90s that their kids and their grandkids and their great great grandkids now buy cars from him just because of the experience that he's given. Um, it's it's wild, honestly, to see what he has done for the place and Toyota and 
you know, see his customers coming back to him, to him year after year. It's pretty intense. Um, and that's, you know, that's where I want to be. Uh, fortunately for him, he's, he's made his, his living and everything in sales and never really wanted to take the next step into the business, uh, just because that's what he's good at. You know, my goals are to be, you know, in upper management in the business. I feel like if, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a fantastic salesman, not to toot my own horn, but I feel like I do a great job for myself and for my customers. Uh, but I also feel like I can do a lot better job, um, you know, somewhere in management for my company. Uh, just because the the way I am, the people person, the people pleaser that I am, I feel like I can make the whole, you know, car salesman um, stigma, you know, kind of go away as it used to be. And, you know, kind of start a new generation of, you know, what it's like to buy a car. I want to hear a time about somebody that where things could not go your way. Because uh, I know that's had to have happened. Somebody, whether they were mad at you or the company or if something just didn't go wrong, or maybe they were just a huge pain. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's a, uh, yeah, the, the car sales and the car business, you have incredible stories, man. Um, you know, a lot of it is people's personal stuff. So, uh, you know, I'm not really going to dig into it too hard, but, uh, you know, there's always challenges, you know, people that don't have good credit, uh, that want to buy, you know, 30, 40, $50,000 vehicles. And, oh, you know, sure. you know, that's just how it goes. It goes hand in hand. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm challenged with stuff every day and that's another reason why I love the car business is no day is the same at the dealership. Uh, you could be dealing with people that already know what they want and they come in they buy it. And you could have people that come in and think they want a Toyota Corolla and end up driving out in a Toyota Tundra, the full-size pickup truck. Um, it's just, you know, it's, like I said, it's different every day. Of course, there's times that are hard, you know, to where, you know, it, it frustrates me. There's a, there's kind of a, you know, a, a line that you draw with yourself to where you let your, you don't let your customer know that you are, you know, you're frustrated because that then again throws up a wall and makes them not trust you and makes, you know, you look like the bad guy in that situation. So I definitely, you know, I, I definitely, <laughs> pride myself on keeping my cool in front of customers and, you know, doing what's best for them and just, you know, kind of just playing them along, doing what they want to do. I always tell my customers, I'm in your ballpark. You throw me the ball, you hit it left field, you do what you got to do and I'm going to go get it for you. So it's, you know, it's always diff It's different every day. Like I said, and some people are, are harder to deal with than others, but with uh, experience and, you know, years in the business and, you know, the tools that you get to kind of, you know, persuade them one way and, you know, have them act one way, then act the other. And then it just kind of, you know, it all kind of blends together and you know how to deal with it. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's different every day and the people are different. And some people are way left field and some people are, are way right. So, um, and that's what I like too. Like I said, it, it makes it a, a toss up every day. I wanted to ask you about money and not to get too personal on your finances and all that, but it is, you are 23 years old making a, uh, not a base income. It's very random and chaotic and you might have some weeks where you're killing it and doing absolutely great. And then you might have weeks where you're not making anything at all. Sure. How was that as a young kid, honestly, how mm -hmm. was that adjusting to that? Did you pick up on that pretty quick and learn how to budget? Or did you struggle with that at first? Um, so uh, that goes along with another part of me not having a whole lot as a kid. You know, when I first started in the car right. business, um, to be honest with you, I got the first couple paychecks of selling a decent amount of cars, and I absolutely blew it. 
Um, so I definitely won't lie to you there. Uh, but then as you get older and, you know, I'm married and have a house and, you know, things like that and I don't live with my parents anymore. Uh, luckily, and shout out to my wife again, she definitely keeps me in check with not spending a shit ton of money. Shout out to Katie. Yeah, shout out to Katie. Um, so, yeah, it's it's fun. I mean, I've worked other jobs too. I've not always been in the car business. So, you know, when you go from, you know, making $1,600 a month to sixteen grand a month is... It's definitely a uh, a game changer, and it definitely puts you in check with what you you know what you want to do with your life and how you want to spend your money. Um, I would say a lot of kids at my age, if they even got a taste of the kind of money that you can make in the car business, uh, they would freak out uh, just because it is it's unreal. And but it's not given either. It's definitely something that is earned. And, you know, if you you can't go into work every day and just you know sit at a desk and not do anything and expect to make money. Uh, when you when you bust your ass and you hustle and you want it bad enough, that's when the money starts coming in. A lot of people settle. I see that a lot. That people settle and they don't they don't have that extra strive to go the extra mile to get what they really want. A lot of people are happy with where they're at, and I see that in you. That you you definitely have the opposite of that. You want you never stay still. You're always moving on to bigger and better things, and I think I think things are really working out for you, man. I think you're doing really good. I appreciate uh, it. Yeah, and it's and that's definitely one thing you got to have in the car business is enough is never enough. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Over the Hedge, but uh, it's been a while. Uh, yeah, it's a good it's movie, and he always he says, uh, "With Spuddies, enough is never enough." Uh, it's a chip. It's like a Pringle. Yeah. Um, I but don't remember that, but they did have the best <laughs> PS2 game. They, yes, it was a good game. You're right. A lot of people didn't know about it, but me and my little brother, shout out to Jacob. Heck yeah. That game was awesome. That game was awesome. Uh, I, I did play it for sure. Uh, but yeah, man, it's it's definitely a, a different breed, and I, I would definitely say I'm a lot different from other people. Don't get me wrong, I like having cushion, and I... You know, I like doing what I do, but then again, you know, I'll have a great month. Last month, sold 28 cars. Uh, and the day after, the 1st of February, I was shooting for 30. And at that point, but it goes along with uh, the, the money, though, too. You know, the more the more you sell, the more you make. So, And I don't care if I'm making a million dollars a year or $500,000 a year. I'll probably never be happy with the, the money that I make just because I know there's potential to make more. Um, and that's what drives me, too. You know, that's just... Uh, it's out there, and why not go for it? You know. So overall, the people are buying cars a lot more than usual because of COVID. Yeah, for sure. Definitely, it's uh, it's weird to say that uh, because people aren't doing anything else more than they usually would. What do people at your job? What did they talk about when it comes to uh, how things are going with uh, factories not producing cars like they should? What's what do you think is the next? Where is this all headed? Uh, it's hard to tell, man, with uh, with everything going on. Um, all as I know is what we kind of focus on is uh, what we'd like to say is it's a today business. We sell what we have today. We worry about we don't worry about tomorrow. We worry about what we're doing today. Um, you know, we're always going to have, I don't think the car business is ever going to go away from face-to-face -face interaction. I always think there's going to be dealerships. Um so I, you know, I truly believe that everything's going to get better. It might not be next week or next month, but it's gonna, it's gonna go away. 
Um, and after that, I, I, I firmly believe that everything is going to kind of go back to normal and people are going to be able to shake hands again, and hug again and stuff in public and not get weird looks for it or, you know, cough in your arm and look, you know, have people look at you like you're a zombie. Um, so, I mean, yeah, it's, I think, and I think, uh, everybody at work would agree with me that it's definitely changed. Um, and it'll, you know, it'll continue to change. And I think it'll just continue to change for the better as the uh, months and years go on here in regards to COVID. Yeah, I, that's one concern I have with this podcast is I'm mo- mainly looking to interview. I have a list of business owners here in Lafayette to interview for this podcast. And one of my big concerns is it's going to get pretty sad hearing how bad people are hurting out there because they really are hurting everywhere at all different angles. So I am glad to see a good friend of mine you know, doing good, because we're not all doing all right. I'm doing fine. Most people I know are, but um, I know a lot of businesses are struggling to stay mm-hmm. afloat, and I'm glad, I'm glad things are going good for you. Thanks, man. Yeah, it is. It's definitely hard for people right now, man, and it sucks to see. There's been local businesses around here going down, chain restaurants that are going down that I never thought I would see. Yeah, um, golden, yeah golden crowd. I didn't even know that damn thing was was gone, but uh, yeah, man, it's crazy, dude. It's it's definitely nuts. It's a different world, and uh, you know all we can do is pray about it. And just hopefully it gets better, and you know that's just kind of the way we can take it right now. We just got to live in the moment. Always keep your head forward, chin up, keep charging the mountain, man. Just uh, to do what we can do in the meantime, in the moment. Don't stress about tomorrow. Don't worry about the past. Just live your life today. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, I think we're going to end it here. We're about at the half-hour mark, so uh, that's about how long we decided these podcasts would be. So um, any last closing thoughts? Um, if there's anything that I can say to everybody listening, uh, just like I said, keep your head up. Days will get better. Um you know, do what you got to do. Hustle. Never let anybody get you down. If you guys ever need any vehicles or vehicle needs, give me a holler. Stone Cold Sales. It's where it's at in Lafayette at Roman Toyota. Cool, man. Thanks for having yeah, me. Hey, thanks for being here, man. Yes, sir. Thanks again, Stone, for doing the podcast. Congrats, and I mean a huge congrats, on being the uh, best used car salesman in Indiana for the month of February. Um, at 23 years old, that is just insane. Um, Stone is just one hell of a guy. And if you're thinking about buying or selling a car, he's the man to go to. You can find him again at Bob Roman Toyota on 26 at Stone Cold Sales. If you need anything, anything at all real estate related, questions, you want to buy a house, you want to sell a house, anything at all, shoot me a message on Facebook. Uh, you can find me at Jordan Hawley, H-O-L-L-E-Y. Or email me at jordanh902 at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening. I seriously appreciate it.